702 Night Talk Call Gugs Mushlongu on 011-883-0702 8 minutes before 10 o'clock Welcome back to Night Talk on 702 and Cape Talk with me Gugs Mushlongu Continuing with our South Africans doing great things and speaking to impressive young people in business for this week joined in studio by the co-founder of Chiria Sekasi uh, Sunshine Shibambo Sunshine, hello Hi It's so lovely to have you um, you introducing me as South Africans doing great things is so exciting. <laughs> really? Yes. I think, <laughs> you know, you dream of a career, you dream of lots of things, but to be celebrated as someone doing something for mm. your country is, is a big thing for me. Mm. I've got two tattoos of fists on my shoulders because, you know, I'm a fighter. I'm them Zabalazarus. So anything <laughs> for South Africa, I think I'm probably the most proudly South Africanist person you'll meet yeah <laughs> yeah and and you say when you dream about you know doing something and then having it recognized did you always dream of your business because you had a pretty decent job in branding and marketing for one of the i had phenomenal jobs yeah. i had phenomenal jobs no um two years ago in fact three years ago i didn't think i'd be in business ever um i had contemplated started a, starting a business in 2010 I had taken a break out of corporate at that time before I think we met each other. Um, and I was working with WHP, I was working with some celebrities, and I thought, let me start this as a business, but obviously ill-informed, ill-equipped, and yeah, lost tons of money. Really? Had to depend on mom, had to kind of move back home, yeah. at, you know, in 2010. And was then, that hard? Definitely. I think the one thing you don't think when you go into business is you need to have a business plan. Yeah. You know, I think you go into it driven by some sort of passion at that time. And I really wanted to clean up how artists were being managed, how they were managing their brands. And I had this big dream, but I was really ill-equipped. <laughs> what was it about what artists were doing in their, and with, with their brands? Did you look at it and go, this could, this could be so much better? I guess that I, I was fortunate to work in, in this industry and this music and radio and advertising for, you know, since 2000. So I've had the opportunity to see careers rise and fail in a year, two years. You see artists go from being incredible, celebrated uh, performers to going off the radar completely yeah. and I think you know in the excitement of becoming an artist they forget that they are a brand and they need to also have this business side of their brand you know who's managing that they're showing up for interviews who's making sure that the PR good or bad is actually happening mm -hmm. who's making sure the merchandise you're selling is not being duplicated in the townships you know there's a whole team behind that and I think in South Africa, you're told you get a manager <laughs> at the most, get a PR manager. Yeah, someone to and manage you got your, it. your bookings. Yeah, get your bookings and get your PR and you're cool. Mm -hmm. And artists could have longer careers, sustain, I think, more in their life and make more money out of finding other ways of using their artistry. You mm -hmm. know, you don't just have to be a singer if you're a singer. We've seen artists like Diddy revolve from, evolve from being producers to being the musician to being the talent manager to <laughs> Z-Rock to you know you, you see it clothing absolutely reality shows the yeah. works and it's not Diddy liking things you know because Diddy the musician will only last so long mm -hmm. so how do you then extend this 
opportunity you have, you know, 10 million people know who you are. What do you do with it? Hmm. So when it all goes pear-shaped the first time, <laughs> how do you rebuild? I had a conversation with Rami Chone and she was speaking about she has been bankrupt twice in her life. And yeah. She she's not afraid. I want one. <laughs> and, and she speaks about how because of that, she's not afraid of failure because in terms of failure, kind of the worst has happened. The car was taken away. Completely. The house was taken away. And now she says she's not afraid of new beginnings because, you know, the I, car got I taken moved, away. I moved back to the the house I was raised in in Soweto. I moved mm. back to Mfulo where I grew up mm. um, because I knew I had to make certain sacrifices. I still wanted to keep my car so my life must be cheaper. Mm. I still needed my cell phone. I, you know, so I realized, and I have. You have to have those silly adult moments where you go, "Okay, sunshine, let's let's get real." <laughs> you borrowed have, money. Let's have the tough conversation from everyone. You owe people. Mm. You know, how are you paying these people back if nothing's happening? Mm. And it's at that time where I met my business partner now, Dumi, who had heard about me. She was at SAB at that time. I heard about me in the industry stalked an event gate crashed that event mm-hmm. uh, at the time i was working with another personality Ranaka, and they basically poached me she said i work for acb i want to leave the department i'm in they mm-hmm. won't let me leave until i find someone of value and that's it yeah the story begins like that so i went back to work i humbled myself and i got back into a job Hectic, yeah. While building this business, no, I, I, I said you, you have to understand how business works, and right now you don't have the, I don't know, the the foundation, yeah, to even start something. Mm. So use this opportunity of going back into work to learn something. And SAV is university. It's it's learning how to run a business and making money. That's mm. that's what they're about. How to sell. And how to make money. Mm. And for four years, they taught me the art of doing that. On top of the passions that I had, which was still managing these brands and being a creative. And yeah, in my last year, I guess I'd reached the ceiling. Mm. I really loved my job. I was a flying fish brand manager. It was fantastic. But I was missing something. I wanted to change something. Mm. So I resigned on my birthday. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Hold that thought. Because <laughs> now we're going to get into how then uh, Chiria Segasi becomes a thing An and, grows, <laughs> and grows to the point that it's at six minutes past 10 o'clock. Welcome to the third and final of Night Talk, the Friday edition on Cape Talk and 702 with me, Gogs and Shungu. In a moment, in a couple of minutes, we'll get into old school versus new school for this week, which I'm quite excited about because it's two local tracks. And one of them is a song you probably haven't heard in a while i'll give you a hint it is tk remember tk it's like animenga she's on that track so that's old school versus new school and then we'll find out what's happening in and around the world of entertainment and other parts of uh the world with nadia nifita and of course taking your calls on the open line on 021-446-0567 and 011-8830702. You can send us your SMSs on 31702 and 31567. Before the break, I was in conversation with our South African Doing Great Things, our second for this week, the co-founder of Chiria Sekasi, uh, Sunshine Shibambo. And you just quit your job on your birthday from a pretty cushy branding position. Yeah, I, I'd been thinking about it for a couple of months. Mm-hmm. You know, it was still not a clear plan or vision. What I what I knew is, 
I had to make a difference and I had to make a difference somehow. And it would still be within a branding creative environment because that is the space I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, giving a narrative of the black South African consumer a different image, mm. you know, to go into boardrooms and kind of change perceptions was what I really wanted to be able to do. Mm. Um, So I had great conversations with my bosses. I mean, I think the joy of being at SAB at that time was I sat with incredible marketers, but also great individuals who, you know, said, stop complaining. Either you change it or you stay put. Mm. It's it's really that simple. Yeah. Or do, you know, so do something. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're great at being whatever <laughs> you are that you do. You know, you're really good at it. And we don't think you'll struggle anywhere you go and try and do it Mm. and to have their kind of stamp of approval of you're not crazy you could make something work made that easy um i think it was difficult to leave my team Mm. but i knew that if i didn't kind of cut the cord then it was never going to happen so my birthday yeah i went on holiday to thailand for about 14 days Mm -hmm. cleared my mind figured out some sort of game plan and got right back into it. I knew I had to now start hustling for a salary. Mm. You know, I I went from kind of resigned with great petrol allowance and <laughs> medical aid. A and salary <laughs> every month. You know, the cush, the cush side of things to, okay, you're going to survive maybe two months on your leave days and all these payouts that come with leaving a job. And then what happened? Yeah. So I knew that um, for the last five months of the year, which was in August, I think, when I started, mm. that I'd have to find stuff to do. And Glenn 21, um, C-Squared, two companies I, I had worked with while I was at SAB, but people who had become friends and great advisors gave me my first kind of projects. Sure. So it was incredible to have two... Uh, guys who just knew me from a, a work perspective, being the brand manager that signs off, who actually believed in what I wanted to do. And, you know, that made it easy. A lot of people ask me, but you always say laptop, cell phone, petrol. How how did you do it without the cash? Yes. You know, I it was the sacrificing again. So what I was spending to go out and have great weekends now became the money I used to register um, the company to get the taxes correct, to kind of seek advice. And because I worked close to two people who had been running their businesses as entrepreneurs themselves for more than 10 years, you know, I was in in the plug. I was getting it straight from the source. Um, and that kind of resource, I think, is more valuable than someone saying, here's a million rands. What do you think you want to do? Because you could lose that a million in less than six months without Mm. the knowledge. So the first six months of starting the business for me was learning. You know, it was humbling myself, um, saying no to friends. (laughs) Saying no to friends. You know, no, I can't go out, friend. I I don't have this money. I I need to use it for other things. It's Mm. it's kind of sitting everyone who's close to you down and going, this is what I've decided to do with my life. It's going to affect things. Uh, Are you on board are you with me? Mm. Are you are you helping me out? Are you my okay mom. With this? Yeah, I mean, my mom. It's you. I think black child. You are raised to take care of your parents. Once you get to a point or comfortability in your career, mm. and for me, it was that concern. Was you know, my mom is pensioned. She's she's sitting at home doing her thing, mm. 
and it's nice to be able to take care of others. So those are the worries for me. I didn't want that to stop. So I worked. I worked for other people under their guidance and mentorship. And that's how the business came about. They helped clarify what it is that I could actually do, mm-hmm. which is what we do as Chirasikasi. And we, we are idea specialists. You know, we help brands come up with ideas for campaigns. We help um, brand source influencers, celebrities that they want to work with that they can't uh, manage to find. Or we, we match them up with a campaign that is authentic to who that celebrity brand consumer they're speaking to. It's important for us to tell the real story Mm. and especially the black consumer story. You know, we are a company of six people, um, majority from a township of sorts. The business is called Chirasekasi because I am from Soweto. I was Mm. born and raised in Fulo village. Mm. Um, And Soweto for me is my daily inspiration you watched people either get out or get sucked in and you had to choose which one you want to be. For me, getting out to give back was always a priority. I could always, in the jobs that I'd had before that, had the opportunity to occasionally give a small business in the township, you know, here, you can do the promotional caps. Uh, You can do this, you can do that. And you you start to see that there's so many young people with so many ideas. Yeah. And I wanted to be part of that pool. You know, I didn't want to be stuck on just one brand, which would restrict me to working with just one pool of people. Um, having a business afforded me the opportunity to work with a few brands, mm. which meant I could put on more people and kind of spread the wealth because I am where I am because people put me on. You know, someone opened someone their door sunshine. and said, okay, I'll take you under my wing for this amount of time. Mm. And w- what you do with that opportunity is up to you, sunshine. You're going to learn from this or we would have wasted six weeks. Yeah. You know, so for me, every opportunity I got was always, let me try. Because at the worst, I'm either going to fail or win. So I have to say, you know, it's it's... I was driven to not fail at whatever this madness was in my head. Yeah. <laughs> and putting it on paper, registering it, getting my tax papers meant it was real. And then that pushed me to start and and make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking, bumping into Google and going, okay, you need to man up and pitch Google on something. Yeah. <laughs> I because had to make those decisions because no one was going to do it. I didn't want to be the girl who has to phone her parents to help out. You know, I wanted to show them I could do it. I wanted to prove it to myself. And that's what I did for nine months. Sure. Until I got that really big contract. And I brought my partners into the business. So Dumi Muhube and Manjama Mazibuga then joined. I realized it could be more again. You know, yeah, Sunshine is great. You can make all this money by yourself. But, but you could, could make better. more money. Yeah. If there were more people who could do more of what you can do. And that was kind of the first step. So we grew from me, Meredith, who came on as the first employee, my assistant, Mm -hmm. and my two partners. And we are now six. Um, It's an old girl with Mandla just being the only male in the team. But we love what we do. We're driven by our passions. We call what we do art, which is sell authenticity, sell relevance, and create talkability for brands. Yeah. You know, it's it's the art of of brand collaborations. I listened to the gentleman who was on before here, and he said the the, the collaboration is is people coming together to yeah. create one big idea. And I think understanding the Black South African consumer is understanding that they're diverse. Yeah. 
is understanding that they're continuously evolving. Mm-hmm. What you think worked two years ago is not going to work. The dreams of the township kids are exactly the same as the dreams of the Santon kid. Yeah. It's just going to take him longer. You know, we understand what we're doing might take longer, but we're on a mission because we it. have this dream to to get. I think the industry, especially marketing and advertising, to understand who the black consumer is. Mm. We finally have, I think, the power of the internet um, that's opened up so many doors. You, you're, you're more educated. You can become a blogger and earn a salary and have a living. Yeah. There are kids in the township who are shooting international videos with Drake just of dancing. Yeah. You know, the internet has changed how I think we view ourselves as, as black uh, consumers, we we are more, and we are forever curious. So, brands and advertisers and marketing companies need to understand that that evolution is co- is constant. You can't just think it's one type of consumer. And we love that. You know what? That's what our job is about. Every day, we're given a brief that is speaking to a different consumer profile. Um, we, we work with alcohol companies, we work with food companies. There's, I don't know if I can mention my clients, yeah. but we have, you know, we work with Tiger Brands, uh, we work with Nestle, we work with Unilever, we work with a few of the alcohol companies, including SAB. We were recently under SAB incubation with SNG. You know, that kind of was the cherry on the cake for us. We had so many aha moments sitting in a real business incubation where you're taught how to kind of pre-plan for sales, how to uh, create budgets and have proper overheads. We undercharged, I'm sure, for the first 12 months of the business because we didn't have the understanding you know, you we just want to do cool things. Yeah. So <laughs> we want to build what we think will pay the it's rent okay. and then we can pay ourselves something. Yeah. And SAB's incubation put that into perspective for us. You know, they gave us real professional coaches that the course itself is worth about half a million. And they've opened it up to the rest of South Africa now where they're trying to get young entrepreneurs in. Listen, it's nice to get money. We still are hoping one day someone will say, here's some millions. A million rand. But that for me was more valuable. I have a costing model that we can live with for the rest of our lives. We understand how to research clients, keep clients, engage clients. You know, you, you take for granted how those things matter because at the end of the day, you're a business person now. So you're not Sunshine the Creative. You know, you have to be able to pull up your socks and understand you have to sit down with your accountants every month. You have to now find a lawyer (laughs) if you're going to do contracts with people because you're working with celebrities and brands. And, you know, it, it, there's so many layers to it and it's like a constant education. It's, it's, that's the ride for me right now. Mm. I, lo- I feel like I'm studying school all over again. Yeah. And it's learning and seeing and making the mistakes and messing up. We, we try to do highly ambitious things in the beginning and fail dismally. You know, we lost lots of money. Yeah. We had to sit in the office as four people that's smaller than a bachelor apartment, you know, but we had to make it work. Yeah. If we had computers, internet and phones, we, we made it work. We are in Morningside now. Um, we started in shared office space in Rosebank. Uh, we've moved to Morningside to be closer to clients 
closer to other agencies and just that move alone has shifted how some of the clients are engaging us more. So just you have based to on make, where you are. Yeah, you have to make those sacrifices. Like we all drive old cars. I drive my mom's car. <laughs> you know, you, you have to kind of find the balance and and decide what's priority. And for us, it's making it work right now. We want to change the narrative of how the black consumer is seen in Africa as a whole and eventually, hopefully the world. But we want to start at home and get it right. And if it takes a few years to get it correct, we know the rest will be easy. So we work with mentors in agencies. Um, Kanye Lomo is phenomenal. Mm. She's someone who said, I believe in what you guys are doing. Sure. Um, we have Jameson at VWV. Um, we still have some mentors within SAB themselves. Uh, Leanne Martin is my ex-boss and a phenomenal kind of someone I can call and go, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> Do you often feel like I don't know what I'm doing? All the time. Even after, I mean, you've been, you know, you've put in your this hours. This morning the- we had a pitch, you know, to client and... I'm always asking my team questions that I think clients will ask when we get into the boardroom and we sell them this idea. And literally until the last thank you, I was just like, what are you doing? (laughs) Can you do this? You know, the things you're selling here. But it's the nerves. It means I'm alive. It means this thing still excites me. You know, for me, that's the driver that gets me up in the morning. That's the... The, the balls, as they say, to pick up the phone and go, hi, I'm Sunshine. I run an agency called Shirasikasi and would love to come in and see you. I know you don't know me. But you I, know, but I believe that I have something to offer you. It's, it's that that gives me that courage to see my mother go, oh my God, <laughs> you're doing it. You it's know? happening. So it's, it's, it's those things that keep us going, but it's, it's difficult. Sometimes there's no cash flow. You know, you have to call people to help you. Sometimes clients said, we'll pay you in 30 days and then it's 90 days. Sure. You know, you manage cash flow. SNG again taught us those things, how to plan for your cash flow. If you know how much work you're going to have, this is kind of how you plan for it. We were going from kind of pillar to post. You get paid this one, you do this one. So naive kind of assumptions going into business. Um And making those mistakes, I'm grateful we got to make them in our first two and a half years, Um, you know, because we sat in those incubations with people who had been in business longer and running successfully and they had aha moments, you know. So it teaches you that it's always a learning. It it doesn't stop. Every day is learning something new. Hmm. And that's why I love being an entrepreneur right now. It's, It's South Africa, I think, is finally ready for something new. We are very vocal about what we like and what we don't like. And I think as consumers, we've generally just have our power back. We can tell brands Mm-mm. we're not happy with your like service. Yeah. We can tell brands we don't like how you said this or how you did that. Or and you spoke to me. And, and I have to say that's a big part of the internet because now you see what you can compare yourself to so you can want better. You want more. So it's forcing brands to wake up and react faster. Look at Casper's fill up F&B campaign. You have to applaud the man who sat down with the team and thought of that stunt. Yeah. Because he's going to fill up F&B. Stadium. And brands sat there and went, oh, we, we're not going to give Casper money, you know? And you're going, but why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. It's, you have a moment or an opportunity to be part of history. South African history, as a brand, what is your message on that day going to be? Are you brave enough to say my target market is going to be sitting in that 90,000 stadium 
How do I engage them? Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to be a part of that? Isn't that also about brands convincing, well, um, entrepreneurs, businesses, people like yourself, convincing brands of the vision? Because, I mean, even Casper himself says his dream is pretty ridiculous. In fact, when he started, he wanted to fill up the dome. People thought, well, a rap act has never filled but up the dome. Steve Jobs thought Apple was ridiculous. True. And then he said, <laughs> I want to fill up uh, Orlando Stadium. They thought he was that, like, it's and then not going to happen. And he, and he said the day after fill up the dome, he wanted to do Orlando. And the day after Orlando, he wanted to FNB Stadium. And part of it is about, in many ways, it's so ridiculous. It might work. But you, you have to think that's what drives them every day. Can I make that ridiculousness happen? Mm. And if I can make that ridiculousness happen, I can make anything happen. You know, for me, a dream is that driver. If if you can dream, you can have it all. You look at artists like MT, you listen to his music, being raised in a shack, yeah. to the man he is today. You look at people like AKA, who went from being a producer to the artist he is today. You have to acknowledge the dream, WH bought Mutsuaku to South Africa where they thought who's going to rap in Zwana and they're going to listen yeah. you know so it's and I, I can go on and on with musicians and for me it's the bravery those people are brave enough to say yes my sound is different yes I'm different and yeah some people are going to get it and some won't but it's going to work there's millions of South Africans we all don't have to like the same thing you can have your 10 million and service those people the way they want. Mm. I think that's what brands need to understand. You don't need to speak to all 60 million of us. But if your 5 million expect you as a brand to give them a certain thing, you have an opportunity to engage them and yeah. speak to them. So we try and get brands to understand what they spend millions on and waste money on is not necessarily what their consumers are looking for. You know, they won't necessarily give us those millions. But I think we're slowly changing that perception and those ideas. Mm. So who is, who, who should come to Cheri Asagasi? Who is your potential client? That marketing manager that's frustrated with a strategy that's just not resonating with their market. Mm -hmm. Um, a production house who are doing a new incredible South African movie and are looking for sponsors to come on board, a celebrity who wants to diverse their brand and not just be an actor or a DJ or a musician. Um, you want to be an artist. You want to be JR, you know. You want to produce, you want to write, you want to manage bands and create music. Like, you, you want to diverse. He's online. You want to be slicker online. Uh, from squatter camp, seven boys who people thought were never going to land in this country, who changed the game, has got the biggest online hip-hop platform. Yeah, now using yeah. it as a... As a portal a, to launch new artists. Yeah, and train up other content producers you and know, it's, directors. It's, it's, I think it's, it's the, the ones who were restricted or found um, issues in, 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 in their industries that are becoming the disruptors. So we're looking for the brands that want to have an authentic message for their market. They're not just selling by our brand. They're selling by our brand because we, we, we know you are our brand. Yeah. You know, we want um, the bigger agencies, the global agencies who don't have 
um, black creative heads in decision-making spaces to come and see us. We're happy to consult. We love coming in and solving problems. That's, I think, what wakes us up every morning to solve a problem, a problem that is for our South African market. We want to get into Africa. We want African brands who want to resonate or bring parts of South Africa that they believe exist in their continents and ignite that fire. I think in every African country, there is a fire in the young people, millennials as they call us, that is going to change our continent. And you see this revolution on social media. You see how campaigns can change how brands message live. You see Black Lives Matter. I mean, Trump is... Uh, They're issuing finally, I think, something for his impeachment Mm. because of the uproar. You know, I think the world in general wants more. Yeah. And we're not just going to take it. So we're very, we're a disruptive agency. We are ideation specialists that specialize in experiential um, consumer strategies, ideas, uh, creative. We find you the content producers. We find you the publicity managers, the PR artists. We work collaboratively. We really believe in always working with other young talent as great as us. We are for black excellence. We work with Marvin. We work with Book of Swag. We work with Jolly Bird. We work with Glen 21. Everyone I'm mentioning are young, small agencies who are working with incredibly large corporates in this country you see your excess jerseys you know that's young black boys in durban yeah you see um all these chris brown concerts and all these young youth concerts happening in this country we have a black promoter contending with big concerts it's something to be applauded you know where credibility I think for young entrepreneurs has been broken in so many spaces. There are a few who are changing that perception slowly and slowly. Vertex events. These are people filling up stadiums with 40,000, 60,000 youth who are spending. You know, why wouldn't you want to play in those spaces? It's because they understand their markets. And we are that agency as well. We understand this market. We are young. We are black. We are from the townships. We have moved into the suburbs, back to the townships back into the suburbs. So we know what the black consumer is. That 18 to 35-year-old consumer, I'm a 35-year-old black woman in Johannesburg. I had the opportunity to go to a predominantly black township school. I had the opportunity to go into a white medium school and then a private school through opportunities my mother was given by other people, Mm. you know? We are that Ubuntu country for a reason. You have to help somebody else open that door. And the only way we can do it is coming together and sharing these big ideas to have this message for this target market. Where do you find Cheria Sagasi? If I'm looking for more information, (laughs) if I want to get in touch, where are you guys? Um, So we are at 376 Summit Road, um, which is in Morningside. Same road as the police station in Santon. Um, But you can also find information on us on our website, www.cheriasekazi. Cheriasekazi is kind of as you say it, C-H-E-R-I-Y-A-S-E-K-A-S-I dot com. 
and we are on every social media platform. Um, it's at Cheria Sekasi. Um, and you'll see some of our work. You'll see some of our videos. Um, some of the young collaborators we celebrate and work with. Um, we always give props where props are due. And we love what we do, you know? You can also find Sunshine on Twitter as well. She's at Sun- Sunshine Shibs. So that's S H I. BS. Sunshine, thank you so much for coming in. This has been amazing. Such a pleasure talking <laughs> to you. Thank you so much. And all the best with uh, the work Cheria Sagasi is, is doing. Yes, please. They must get in touch. Email info at chiriasagasi.com. Um We have great people in that office that will come back to you with any kind of solution. So, yeah. Thank you so much.